Hello, welcome to Daily Show Podcast, your new source for movie-related news, including movies premiering this week, box office numbers, DVD Blu-ray, streaming releases, and any noteworthy developments in the movie world. It's September 29th, 2017. I'm Michael, and with me, as always, is Shannon. Hi. So, uh, I guess let's get started. Opening in theaters this weekend, American Made, starring Tom Cruise as a TWA pilot, recruited by the CIA to provide reconnaissance on the burgeoning communist threat in Central America. He soon finds himself in charge of one of the biggest covert CIA operations in the history of the United States that spawned the birth of the Medellin cartel and eventually almost brought down the Reagan White House with the Iran-Contra scandal. This is a biographical film based on the real-life Barry Seal. It's directed by Doug Lyman, who also directed Tom Cruise in Edge of Tomorrow, uh, I think a movie which we both kind of liked, right? Yeah, um, I did like it. There was an accident on the set on September 11th in 2015, which killed two people and caused serious injuries to another member of the crew. Oh, wow. So right now, the Rotten Tomato meter is at 85%, which is pretty good. Yeah, and I love the director. I loved his movies, you know, Born Identity, Swingers, so this definitely, maybe I'll see it. Yeah, it's got a really good rating right now, so I I would definitely see it too. Also coming out this week is Flatliners, which is a sequel or a remake or both of the 1990 film of the same name. There's no tomato meter yet on this. It stars Ellen Page and Kiefer Sutherland, although I don't know how big a role Kiefer Sutherland actually has in the movie. Uh, it's a little unclear. It also features Diego Luna in a starring role as a character named Ray. He also appeared as Cassian Andor in Rogue One. Did you see the original? Yes. I don't remember it very well. I, I liked it a lot, but I'll wait for the reviews before I decide to see this one or not. All right, we also have Till Death Do Us Part, starring Tay Diggs. He's also the producer. It is about Michael and Madison Rowland, who'd plan to spend the rest of their lives together until one day Michael's controlling ways turns their perfect marriage into an abusive roller coaster no woman could survive. Madison flees and adopts a new identity where she falls in love with Alex Stone, played by Diggs. But will Michael track her down? Uh, there's no tomato meter yet on this one. Uh, Battle of the Sexes is coming out this week. Uh, in the wake of the sexual revolution and the rise of the women's movement, the 1973 tennis match between women's world number one, Billie Jean King, uh, that's Emma Stone, and X-Men's champ and serial hustler Bobby Riggs, played by Steve Carell, uh, was billed as the Battle of the Sexes and became one of the most watched televised sporting events of all time, reaching 90 million viewers around the world. It's got 86% uh, tomato meter rating right now, so that sounds like it might be good. Yeah, I definitely want to see that. It, it. I didn't really know much about the original, like the story, but um, from what I've heard of it now, it sounds pretty interesting. Looks like it might be kind of funny. There was a lot of uh, of them, you know, teasing each other, making fun of each other. 
I don't know. Looks funny. Alright, also in limited release this week uh, is Lucky, starring Harry Dean Stanton. That has 94% tomato meter review right now. Super Dark Times, that's got 83%. And Mark Felt, the man who brought down the White House, at 38%. Alright, new to streaming services this week, we have Gerald's Game, that's a Netflix original, it's based on the 1992 suspense novel by Stephen King, stars Carla Gugino and Bruce Greenwood, a lot of uh, Stephen King adaptations these days. Yep, and Bruce Greenwood was in Nowhere Man, which is a show I enjoyed, uh, Yeah. so that in and of itself might make me want to see it. Yeah, I'm interested. Uh, we also have Assassin's Creed, a 2016 movie, came to HBO, starring Michael Fassbender. Tomato meter on that is only 18%. It's based on the video game series. They, they don't seem... It's really rare to make a good movie based on a video game, huh? Yep. Live by Night, 2016, starring Ben Affleck, came to Cinemax this week. Tomato meter, 35%. Uh, that was based on a 2012 novel of the same name. Follows a Ybor City bootlegger who becomes a notorious gangster. Uh, this received mixed reviews and was a box office flop, grossing only 22 million against its net budget of 65 million. It lost around 75 million, according to insiders and rival studio executives. All right, so not too many good movies came to streaming this week, but there are a bunch leaving really soon, so we thought we'd mention those because you might want to watch them before they go. Uh, 30 Rock seasons one through seven will be leaving Netflix. However, it's been reported that they're going to come to Hulu, so if you have that service, you might be all right. Also, Across the Universe, Barton Fink, Friday Night Lights, Season 1 through 5, Happy Feet, Love Actually, Million Dollar Baby, Mulholland Drive, My Name is Earl, Seasons 1 through 4, The Wonder Year, Seasons 1 through 6, and Titanic, all leaving within the next couple of weeks. Alright, I'm glad that 30 Rock is going to Hulu. I was worried about that, not being on Netflix. That's a really good show. I'm going to miss the Wonder Years, too. Sometimes I watch those old ones. Yeah. Hopefully that comes up somewhere else. Yeah. So, in the news this week, uh, we have a few items to discuss. Uh, Matthew Broderick is going to play uh, Old Ralphie in Fox's Christmas Story live musical. Yeah, he's going to be the, the narrator, and that, that should be good. Maya Rudolph is going to play Ralphie's mother. And that's set to air December 17th, 2017. Uh, Star Wars 8 post-production wrapped. Ryan Johnson tweeted about this. He said, and that's a wrap on the hardest working post-production team in the galaxy. Going to miss sitting in dark rooms with these goobers. So that's exciting. The movie's coming out on December 15th. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Uh, Tom Hanks is uh, set to star in A Man Called Ove remake. The Man Called Ove is an English-language remake of a 2015 Swedish comedy film. Hanks will produce and star. The story is based on Frederick Bachman's best-selling novel of the same name. Yeah, I don't know anything about... I didn't hear about the original one. Mm. Although it's pretty recent, I guess. Yeah, must have been good. Now, this is... uh, If you haven't seen... Split, which was released earlier this year. This uh, might be a spoiler. Uh, yeah, so, so you might want to fast forward, fast forward a, a, about a minute or so. 
glass signs on more actors from Unbreakable. If you saw the movie, that you know that at the end of the movie, uh, Bruce Willis appears playing the same character that he played in Unbreakable. And for Glass, uh, Bruce Willis is set to return as well as Samuel L. Jackson as Elijah Price, known also by his pseudonym Mr. Glass. Joining from Split are James McAvoy reprising his role as Kevin Wendell Crumb and the multiple identities who reside within, and Anya Taylor-Joy as Casey Cook, the only captive to survive an encounter with the Beast. Unbreakable actors Spencer Tree Clark and Charlene Woodard have both signed up to Glass. Clark will once again play the son of Willis' character, while Woodard will reprise her role as Elijah Price's mother. Uh, no word yet if Robin Wright, who played Willis's estranged wife in Unbreakable, will be returning. Yeah, this sounds really interesting. I enjoyed Split a lot, and of course Unbreakable, so I can't wait to see this third movie. Yeah, apparently it's always been considered as part of the Unbreakable universe. Uh, I found an interview that came out around the time that Split came out and in The Hollywood Reporter and M. Night Shyamalan said that Kevin Wendell Crumb was always a part of the original script for Unbreakable um, and then pulled him out because it wasn't balancing right. But he says a bunch of the scenes that were in that movie he wrote 15 years ago. That is, yeah, that was news to me. That's really interesting. Yeah, when I saw Split I hadn't realized that he had planned that from the beginning, that it was a, that that was a sequel. Um, no, I, and I didn't. I don't even think I had heard of the movie until right before we went to see it. So it was a complete surprise that it had anything to do with Unbreakable. Yeah, and that's one of my favorite of his movies, Unbreakable. And yeah, uh, it's yeah. probably my favorite. Yeah, Split was really good, pretty good too. So all right. Also this week, Netflix greenlit BoJack Horseman season five. Dennis Villanueva says that Blade Runner 2049 will be his director's cut. Um, so according to uh, theplaylist.net, the director of the Blade Runner sequel coming out on October 6th says that the version of the movie being released will be his cut. This is in contrast to the original movie which had a lot of studio interference. So much so that director Ridley Scott was unsatisfied with the final product and eventually released various director cuts of the film to more accurately represent his vision. Between test previews, domestic, international TV, and director's cuts, there have been seven different versions of the film released over the years. That's that's crazy, seven different versions. I, I knew, of course, of the director's cut and the original theatrical release having, you know, the big difference being the narration. I'm sure there were other differences. Um, but I had no idea there were seven different versions. Yeah, I didn't know either, but I guess we'll only be seeing one, hopefully, with yeah. this version. It's, it sounds like, I mean, the early buzz on this is that it's, you know, it's going to be good. So I can't wait for that. All right. <clears throat> Leonardo DiCaprio is to star in a Teddy Roosevelt biopic. <clears throat> this comes from Variety. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is set to star and produce a Teddy Roosevelt biopic with Martin Scorsese on board to direct. This will be their sixth major film collaboration. They also work together on a short film. Um, the, what they worked on before is Gangs of New York, The Aviator, The Departed, Shutter Island, Wolf of Wall Street, and The Audition. And The Audition was a 
short film. Oh, okay. Uh, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't heard of that. Uh, well, I liked most of these movies, especially The Departed. So, yeah, looking forward to it. The Avatar sequels begin production this week, according to Deadline. The four Avatar sequels, they're being shot concurrently, and the planned budget for the four films is $1 billion. The movies are scheduled to be released December 18, 2020, December 17, 2021, December 20, 2024, and December 19, 2025. This is going to be interesting uh this is a movie that you know it's the top box office film but i also don't feel like it really gets a lot of mention the original avatar unlike something like star wars which continues to have buzz and has a lot of novels and stuff like that yeah seems like avatar doesn't really have a lot of that so i'm wondering if people will want to see a sequel let alone Four sequels. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the original one ha- was beautiful to watch and had such great effects, but the story was eh, eh, to right. me. <laughs> and I think I only saw it that one time in the theaters. Yeah. And uh, I haven't seen it since. There's a Freaks and Geeks documentary in the works, which this must be great news for you, because I know you're a huge fan. I am. I watched the series when it first premiered, and... I was a big fan, um, kept up with it. I'll be excited to see the documentary. Uh, there isn't too much news on it. It's just uh, a few tweets from, I guess, Paul Feig. Uh, somebody asked him if the documentary was actually a thing that existed, and he said it was. And then Sam Levine, uh, I guess, put a little more information about like who was involved in it. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, cool. Oh, so there's going to be a Flight of the Navigator reboot. Uh, Flight of the Navigator is getting a reboot with Lucifer showrunner Joe Henderson writing the script. Talk of a reboot began in 2009 when Brad Copeland, Arrested Development, my name is Earl, was hired to write the first draft of the script. In 2012, Disney hired Colin Trevorrow and Derek Connolly to write the script for the project as a potential directing vehicle for Trevorrow. And Trevorrow is the, he was the director of Jurassic World, and he was also oh, the okay. original director for Episode Nine um, of Star Wars, and he's the one that got replaced recently oh. with J.J. Abrams. So, uh, yeah, it sounds like this has been something that's been discussed for a while, so I guess we'll see if this one actually happens or more directors or writers are brought in. Uh, Lucifer is a show that's in its third season. Uh, I don't think, I mean, I've never seen it. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No. I think it's based on a comic book character. Oh, okay. I loved the original when I was a kid. Like, really loved it. So, if they do it, I hope they do a good job of it. What's the other one that's similar? Uh, the one with River Phoenix? The Explorers. Oh, Explorers. Okay. Yeah, those two. Yes, get I loved that when I was a kid too. I was a space nerd. I am still a space nerd, so those movies really um, appealed to me. Yeah, those ones always I I get them confused in my mind. They're kind of the same movie. <laughs> okay. All right. Should we move on to last weekend box office? Uh, the Kingsman sequel, The Golden Circle, took the top spot. Yeah, it was its opening week. Uh, $39 million, and it, in its third week, had about uh, almost $30 million. Yep. Uh, third was the Lego Ninjago movie. 
20 million. That was its opening weekend as well. And it looks like that is a disappointment. I think they were expecting, estimates were expected to be in like the 30, 35 million range. And I guess now there's some concern about that whole Lego franchise, about whether that or or not that's something that's going to continue to be viable. Um, The first, the Lego movie did really well. And I think the Batman movie uh, did pretty well, but not as well as the, as the Lego movie. So now this one is definitely, it uh, looks like a disappointing opening. Yeah, I feel like it's just hard to keep it going. That first one was so good. and I would think uh, this is, would be a more specific audience that would be watching this anyway. I mean, yeah. this is based on a toy line and also a TV series that how many people have necessarily heard of it. I still think it looked funny from the trailers, and I'm yeah. sure we'll see it. Yeah, we, we will. All right, the fourth spot was American Assassin in its second week weekend, uh, six million, and Mother took the fifth spot in its second weekend with three million. So the third weekend for it grossing 29 million actually put it at, put it into the spot of the highest grossing horror film on a domestic basis. So it still doesn't beat The Exorcist for, for international sales, but that's a big deal. It probably will in a couple more weeks take yeah. the top spot. They've already uh, greenlit a sequel to that, right? I, I, think, oh, wow. I think I saw that. I think maybe the the movie is maybe based on like the first part of the book and then the sequel will oh, take place. Oh, okay. I, I think I did um, hear something about that. Yeah. All right. And finally, I don't know if you saw this. Um, no. Uh, we have a little trivia. This, I think, is a probably a pretty easy one. But you suggest maybe we create a haiku and then the listeners can write in and see if they can figure out who it's about. Um, this one I think is a pretty easy one for starters. If you know who this haiku is written about, email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Yeah, right now no prizes, but we'll, we'll read your name and uh, give you credit if you, if you answer correctly. Uh, maybe prizes in the future, we don't know. Why don't you go ahead and read it? Okay, so here's the haiku. Drinking 1%. Maybe cause she thinks she's fat could be drinking whole. So if you know who that's about, send us a send us an email, feedback at dailyshow.com. For this week, uh, anybody who writes in and gets it right will announce on the show. In the future, we might choose a winner or do some sort of uh, drawing out of a hat type thing, uh, particularly if there are prizes. Right. But since we don't have that many listeners, I'm sure there won't be that many entries. And that's it for this week. Again. If you want to uh, send us any feedback, you can email us at feedback at dailyshow.com. Our Facebook page is Daily Show. Our Twitter account is Daily Show Pod. And feel free to let us know any feedback you have or any comments. Hope you enjoyed our second show. Thanks for listening. And talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.